Good evening, everyone, and welcome to your awful situation with your hosts, Emmanuel and Austin. And uh, we're so excited to bring this one to you guys because, like, you might notice the sound is a little different. And that's because we're actually recording this one together, like, in person. Yeah, we're uh, next to each other. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, like, sitting right next to each other. It's so awesome. And, um, and that's because we're doing, um, we're both, well, I'm going to be an FSY counselor, and Austin is going to be an assistant coordinator. Yeah, I'm one of the coordinators, the assistant coordinators, yeah. So, And so, like, we just finished our, our training, <laughs> or, or my three days, and, and, and your, what, like, six days? Or seven days. Seven days of well, training. Well, we had, uh, let me think, four days of just us being trained, and then the three days of training you guys. So, yeah, all the coordinators were trained, and then we trained the counselors. Yeah, and, 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 and the training was super cool because, like, it wasn't all just, like, this formal stuff, but it was actually, like, a mini session of, a, of FSY. Yeah, your training was better than ours. Yeah. <laughs> Our training, it was all, we sat in the institute building for, like, eight hours on end Ugh. just watching stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had difficulty, like, st- sitting for, like, two hours. Well, that's why, that's why all of us kept getting up and leaving and stuff. Right. Because we are just exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, it just makes me think, like, when we had the state conference and Elder Renlund, like, was like, all right, everyone, like, get up and, like, mm-hmm. stretch and, like, you move yeah. around. Yeah. But, yeah, because, like, it was painful. It was actually, yeah, very un, uh, uncomfortable. But, but anyway, this experience has just been, like, so amazing so far. Um, just... Like, I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it was like, but it was like fun. It was like 10 times more fun than I thought it would be. And it was 10 times more spiritual okay. than I thought it would so be. So I told this to a couple friends, but this is honestly just this past week of working with everyone, the, all the leadership, the youth that haven't shown up yet for everyone who knows, um, we're in the Canada sessions. So they're just starting up now. The Utah ones have been going for like a month and a half. Or something already. Uh, yeah, like uh, six weeks. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Canada one's just starting now. Um, we've just been doing the leadership trainings, and honestly, this is like the closest feeling I've had to how it felt in the mission. Honestly, mm-hmm. like you're just with a bunch of other people your age who all just are equally as dedicated, and honestly, probably more dedicated than most people in the mission too, because we're all older and willingly chose to just show up and do this. Whereas we could be doing something else entirely, and it just it's it's the closest vibe to the mission. It's super cool. It's just you're with you're with a bunch of young adults, and y'all just love Jesus, and you're just <laughs> like every 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 conversation is like centered on Christ. Like oh yeah every, yeah, yeah. every every activity, like it doesn't matter if we're like we're jumping around, like dancing, like dancing like uh, like fools or whatever, <laughs> like right, like right. we're just doing uh, silly dances, but like. It's for Jesus. Right. Oh, well, and before uh, before it was FSY, it was EFY, right? Yeah. This is the first year it's FSY. Like, it's officially a church program now. I never did EFY. Like, mm-hmm. never, ever. And I know people who did, and I just did not get it. Mm-hmm. I heard what it was, and I was like, that sounds... You didn't understand? Like, like, yeah, I didn't understand what it was or why it was a thing. And it wasn't because I didn't like the church. I just didn't get it. I was like, okay. But now that I'm here, I'm like, I totally get it. It's just like dumb fun all the time it's just doing fun stuff for no reason other than to have fun it's awesome <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then it's like hey like 
okay, like I had this thought. Like yesterday was Canada Day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we had like, uh, am I, okay, we had like a Canada Day dance, whatever. <laughs> like, and we ha- were having like so much fun. Right, right. Uh, not everyone was there, but it was like just a group of us, like, because we're done with training. We, we were free to do whatever we wanted, pretty much. And so, like, we just went and, like, had, like, some music playing, and we were hoping to see fireworks, but it was raining, so they canceled that. But but we had so much fun. Oh, yeah. Like, I actually, yeah. I actually had more fun, like, last night dancing, like, for Canada Day than I did, like, when we actually did the dance party. Right. I don't know. Like, it was just maybe because I was, like, uninhibited by that point. Like, I'd learned right, to, like, right, get right, over right. myself. Right. And I was just, like, like, I didn't care. Well, I was, yeah, and I was at that point, like, when you guys showed up. You know, right, like yeah. you stop caring and you just make a fool of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that, so we had like a mock dance because we, we essentially ran a mini FSY for the counselors. We had a mock dance and it was so much fun. Wait, was that a mock dance? Because I thought we were like dancing. Well, it was a real <laughs> dance, but it was, a, it was like a mock dance for like the youth. Right, yeah. The one Because we're going to have two with the youth. Oh, two so, in the week? Yeah, there's two in the week. Oof. Um, and I forgot. It, it just reminded me of how much fun it is to just do that kind of stuff. Just to play music, just dance. You don't even know how to dance. Just go straight. No, yeah, just stuff. move. Like it yeah. feels good to move. Like, like this is something like I, as a baby, like my parents. I have like home videos of me. Like just there's music and I'm just like, oh yeah, like I'm just moving around because it's like fun because you have the music and you want to move, you want to, you want to feel that. Like, oh yeah. You want to feel the music. You want to be a part of the action. You want to like get moving when you hear the music and, and like I. Like, I went to a few steak dances and stuff, like, in the last few months. Mm-hmm. And, like, there were some periods of that that I felt that and I was able to embody that. Right. But this experience is, like, it just, like, sh- broke the wall for right, me. Right, right. And, like, it's just, like, now I'm just, I was, yeah, I was filling up my car at All the right. pump, like, yeah. or today, right? And and some guy, like, walked out of his car and, like, was walking into the station and he said, like, someone's in a good mood. And I was just, because <laughs> there's music at the gas station. And I was, like, I was jamming was out and, yeah. while fueling up my yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. And I was, like, I just can't. I told him, like, I just can't stop myself. Right. Like, it, it's that's just the well, spirit of this place. I remember, like, okay, so the first couple of days of training is all formal training, handbook training. We're doing this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And this felt really dumb and overwhelming. And it felt like it was going to be good. We didn't know exactly how. We were all just kind of in the air being told to do this or this. And we couldn't envision how it was going to be at all. But then it was like day three. Matt, who's one of our directors, he was like, okay, we're going to practice all the line dances. And we're like, these are like the worst line dances you could imagine. Like, we're, we're sitting here. We're like, well, that one's cool. But it's like relatively just cool and fun, you know. But then after we learn them, after we get in the mood and the vibe, we're just like, this is just fun. Like, you just get into it and you start just popping out. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we started and we are like, this is the dumbest thing ever. But then a couple hours later, we were, like, entirely into it. Because you just let it go, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. It's actually crazy how much fun you can have without breaking any commandments. Like this is like, that was my that was my thought like at the dance yesterday like for Canada Day it was like we were we were over there like and uh, Matt was like handing out um, like snacks that he bought like Canadian snacks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he's like oh here's like ketchup chips and here's like <laughs> like peanut butter oh Henry uh, Henry or yeah. something like just like Smarties like just a bunch of random stuff he's like handing them out 
but and that's like we were like passing them to each other as we were kind of joking like oh you know like someone like some security guard or something is going to be like what are they doing what are they passing to each right, other right, as they're right, like right, dancing right, right. it's like yeah no we're not drinking we're not doing drugs like we're just like giving each other like chocolate yeah <laughs> like, and and dancing <laughs> and like and we're having the best like just an incredible time yeah it's just fun i want to like carry that kind of attitude into everything yeah you know, just just say screw it and just have a good time you know like essentially <laughs> yeah like i want to be i want to go to like the next steak dance and just be like the weird guy who's like the guy who like stands out because like he's way into it right 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 and yeah like, like, yeah like, 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 whoa, like this dude and i always admire that guy like i don't when i see that guy i'm there's always a guy right i'm like that guy is awesome like he's so cool like because everyone is just kind of like like just like, yeah. this, like little, they're standing on the sidelines or they're just kind of like moving a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right but there's like there's one guy who's just like jamming like crazy and and but at fsy like everyone is that guy mm. like everyone is that um you know before the moment gets too far away okay, the moment matt, matt was handing out canadian chocolate right yep okay okay I don't care about any other Canadian chocolate bars that much. Like, they're, they're good. There's some good ones. But I have to say, Reese's O'Henry's are, like, triple S tier <laughs> chocolate bar. They should be everywhere. I don't care about, like, the rest of them, there's good ones. But that's the one that I'm like, that needs to be normalized mm. everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know how good it is, actually. Well, I guess oh, we'll have to, like, grab it. some. You need yeah. to try it. Like, it's so good. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to, like, go and buy them tomorrow on the sabbath but like i'll i'll go and pick them up right. one of those days anyways um, yeah okay reese's O'Henry is the is the supreme candy if you bar. guys aren't in canada you're missing out well <laughs> debatable but well, okay <laughs> all right, all right, all right. but reese's O'Henry, those things are awesome <clears throat> um but yeah okay yeah so the fu- it's it's awesome fun it's just amazing fun. Um, mm. let, let's talk a little bit about, like, the spirit of it. Yeah. Because that's, like, like, you can have fun everywhere. I mean, you can't have more fun than we're having right now. Right, right. Right, anywhere else, obviously. But, like, but if it was just that, it would just be like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's a lot of fun. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so, Brother Wilcox visited yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, he came and visited. And it was really cool because there's only, like, a hundred of us. And he was there for us. And he was going around and just openly talking to people. It wasn't like a state conference where they, the general authority comes in and leaves. Yeah, gives the talk like, and then like... Whoop. No, he like came over for <laughs> dinner and then he was there during dinner, just going around talking to people. Yeah. And then he was there for the... Testimony meetings? He was there, yeah, for... He gave his devotional, then he was there for testimony meetings, and he was just around, walking around, then you just go talk to him. And he was yep. just, I talked to him a few times, um, and he was just awesome, but... The reason why I did FSY is because he gave a devotional at Ensign College in like November. Okay. And he brought it up and he said, yeah, we're launching FSY for sure this year. And then he basically talked about the sphere of FSY slash EFY, you know. Hmm. And he said, we need you young adults to essentially show the youth that they can have fun and have a great time while loving the church and loving the gospel. It's not just, it's not just reverence and formality all the time he said they they'll look at you and they'll say oh that return missionary is having fun and he can dance like that 
and he can make jokes like that, and he can be personal like that, and he can still be a return missionary and love Christ and love the gospel and not be just formal scripture nerd all the time or something. Right. Like, he said something like that, and it was really powerful because he was saying, like, these youth aren't exposed to that idea all the time. They're exposed usually to friends where... The friends are, it's almost separate, like what they're doing in their life, their fun time is separate from church, mm. instead of trying to meld it, you know. Yeah, um, you know, I I didn't grow up in the church, so, mm. I, but like, I do know of that, that that's a thing, like that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like, people look at religious people, and they're like, wow, these people are so like, stuck up and boring, because all they want to do is put on Sunday clothes and, uh, you know, tell you to read a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that, you know? Right. Um, and like, and it's, it's just, it's just so great. It's just so amazing. You know, I'm mm -hmm. like, I, I'm just, I guess in a way like I'm without words for it. Just like from my expectations, just completely blown away and and just how how many um like how many moments with the spirit i had yeah like throughout the three days right it was just a very short time the shortest time um just like how many little moments that you know i heard a comment or i read some scripture or or i was singing a hymn mm -hmm. and it just like and the spirit was there and it was telling me, it was letting me know that it was true. And also, like, just environments to feel, like, the unity of Christ where you're not used to it all the time. Like, the dance is a good example, mm. you know? Part of the FSY purpose is to feel, like, joy and belonging. Like, help youth find yep. joy and belonging, right? And in situations like when we just have a fun dance for a couple hours, and we're all just having a good time with each other, that's kind of a situation where you feel that joy and belonging. It's not always... The spirit doesn't always have to be like an overwhelming, powerful, emotional thing, mm. like make you cry type thing. It'd be no, we're all here unified, just having a good time, supporting one another. Yeah, you know? and and I and I do like, I have like my reluctance with like that word, but like, mm. there's been like just an amazing diversity of different people. Yeah, uh, like counselors and and coordinators and like the people that are leading this, the young, the young single adults that are coming together to, to make this program happen is crazy. Right. Like it's, um, you know, I just, I, 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 I'm like the, whatever, like the, you know, there's, there's a lot of like stereotypes about like members of the church and like they're this way and they're this way. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Like, yeah, like, because the, the people that are here, that's the people that have, like, the, the the testimonies. Oh, yeah. And they're the people that, not only do they have the testimonies, they have the desire to serve the youth. And, like, to give, like, four, five, six weeks of their summer. Yeah. To, to be able to do that uh, when they could be doing, like, anything else. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting how you do find the diversity in people. In, like, the best way to use that word. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I know. No. <laughs> That's why I'm like, uh, no, no. It's no. a great thing, actually. It is a great like, thing. Because uh, I was actually talking about this with some of my other uh, counselors today uh, after we went to the temple. 
and it was like you know when you're talking you're talking to people and then like you have to have like interests in common mm -hmm. to kind of like build rapport and stuff but the gospel the gospel is that one like you could call it an interest but it's like that one thing in your life that like if you have that if you have that love of christ in your life you can relate to anybody else who has it right yeah and you can like go you can't like you're and it's not gonna be like a you you can make it like a surface thing where oh we both love jesus it's awesome but like it can that common love for the gospel and and for uh, our father and for jesus christ like it can go as deep as as your testimony goes right yeah and i think on that so there's a speaking on the youth what we're trying to do is we're trying to make help them see that christ can be like their foundation right it doesn't need to be compartmentalized mm -hmm. like there's a i think there's a thing i don't know a commonality in our culture where religion is almost it's, mm -hmm. it's a thing in your life it's not the center of your life all mm -hmm. the time it's an element and that can be a problem for lots of people in the church like when they view church things just separate from everything else but when you make Christ the foundation, it becomes so powerful. And then when you meet someone else who also has Christ as their foundation, that's when it just like explodes. It's not just, oh, we have this common interest in the gospel. It's, no, the gospel is our foundation of everything. And then you just connect in all the right ways. And I think that's what we're trying to help the youth see that you can do in every way possible. Well, as many ways possible as we can give in one week, you know, right? But <laughs> well, it's hopefully to get them started on that trajectory, right? That they yeah. they can have like they can have an amazing experience of like fun, belonging, uh, feeling the spirit, and, and building their testimonies, and and they can take that, and they can take that out of FSY, and bring it to their their stakes, bring it to their wards, um, bring it to their their quorums, bring it to their, their families, right? And just right. like, and like, so that their siblings, their parents, their cousins, like everyone can, and their friends, right? Who are not members. But right. Like right. they can see like, actually, Hey, like Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, like <laughs> Johnny went to FSY. He went to this place for a week. And like, I always knew he was a member of the church or whatever, but like, like he's at, now he's like, he's proud of it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and it do, it's not like, and it's not like a weird thing. It's like, he's like really happy. Yeah. And, and like it, sh it shines, like it's transformed the rest of it. So he's actually like way cooler. Like it's actually made him cooler. Right. That he's like owning it. Right. There's yeah. Cause there's that thing, right. Where it's like, Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a member of the church. Like, yeah, that's like, we go to church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And like, as our family, like for the youth, right? Like when they're talking to their friends in school or whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, like it's actually awesome. Oh, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually like, it's actually, awesome. it's actually like super cool. Um, and like, and it's not just because we have like dances and we have like FSY and we have like parties and we have like FHEs and all this stuff, but it's actually like, because all of those things are happening because we're united because like we're, we're together and we love each other. Yeah. And that's like that, ex the, ex the expression of that to do all of these like cool activities together. Right. And you're like choosing to love each other. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, how many, you know, if like, if we decided, if I decided like, Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm not this week. I'm not 
like for the training. I'm not going to let the spirit in. <laughs> I just decided that. I'm like, I'm going to find every little thing about every one of the other counselors and coordinators and everything that I don't like. And I'm going right. to focus yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, how easy would that be? Right. How, like, how would that, like, it wouldn't take any time at all for it to ruin the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Like, and it would be like, wow, like, what's going on? Like, this is, like, this, the spirit is not here. Mm-hmm. And it's really like, it's totally a choice. Yeah. Whether you'll let that change you or you'll like um, solidify, you know, and just <clears throat> not allow yourself to change. Right. What's cool about FSY right now, well, because FSY is the evolution from EFY, right? And the only major difference, like the real major difference, is it's now a church program. So it's Instead a, of a BYU program. Yeah, it's right? not a BYU program, it's a church program. And so. Yeah. It's funded by tithes. It's funded by tithes, yeah. It can reach way more youth, which is a great thing. It's more affordable for youth now. Um, I think they said over a hundred thousand youth are registered yeah, this year. Yeah, so worldwide. like uh, the, the top, the the greatest year for FS uh, for EFY was like forty thousand. I think right, that's right, what right. Uh, Brother Wilcox said. Right. And and this first year of FSY that we're doing in North America, we're gonna have a hundred thousand. Right. So that's more than double. Yeah. That's more than double. <laughs> like it more than double it. You know? Yeah. And yeah. what's really cool about it also, I think, is that now it has the backing of the First Presidency and Apostles mm-hmm. entirely. Um, Brother Wilcox said that Elder Uchtdorf is over it. He's the mm. one. He's the Apostle who's currently, like, if you go up all the tiers, he's the one over FSY directly. Um, but what he said really was really interesting. He said he wants FSY to cause the youth to help wake people up from the COVID coma. Yeah, in the world. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He said that essentially there's certain areas where people are still in a COVID coma where they're kind of lackadaisical with church service after two years of being locked down or not having to go to regular church services. Yep. And Elder Uchtdorf is essentially expecting this to be almost like a a catalyst yeah. like through the youth like the youth get so pumped about the gospel that they wake up their wards and i think that's so so cool if that would actually happen yeah <laughs> like they come back um one thing he mentioned right was like we're hoping that they come back from fsy and then like and then they you can't stop them from going and giving their testimony about it right like they're like you know they're they're fighting each other to get on the podium right, to right. talk about it <laughs> yeah, and I've not, again, I never did EFY, yeah. but I've only ever heard like incredible experiences about it, and just the way that it's set up, it's set up in a way to build testimony and strengthen testimony. That's so cool how it does it, because it does. It's not complicated what we're doing. No, <laughs> like sometimes it's a lot for us to like the leaders to sometimes manage, but none of it's hard. You know, none of it takes a specific set of skills. It's just set up in a way to like facilitate spiritual growth you know yeah i mean they're giving us our us counselors three days of training yeah right so that should, and i mean with the help of the spirit we're learning like much faster than we otherwise would right but like um you know that tells you like what you need to bring what you need to bring isn't like years of schooling it's not like uh you know extreme levels of scriptural knowledge or, mm-hmm. or whatever you need to bring your, your willingness um, and, like, your 
your love for Christ right. and for his church and for the youth of the church. Yeah. And if you bring those things, it's going to happen. And actually, it reminds me a lot of um, of mission president training. Hmm. You know how that goes again? No, I don't know. Okay. So it's really interesting because mission president training always happens in June every year. Um, so every June, all the mission presidents, that's when they always get rotated out. They do it all at once in hmm. June. And basically the year before, they're basically just vetting people for callings to become a mission president. Then they select everyone for a place in the missions. And then they announce that at the start of the year in January. And then all the mission presidents have six months to get ready, which is essentially just telling everyone in their life that they're going to be gone for three years. Right. Like unplugging from careers and unplugging from jobs and call-ins and everything else and you're going to be gone and then what they do is they have three days just three days directly taught by the first presidency on the quorum of the 12 hmm. and it's just direct instruction to like 100 to 200 mission presidents depending on the year you know right. and just direct instruction and then after three days of direct instruction they're get on a plane and go fly <laughs> their mission. Yeah. And then they get to their mission and they meet the old mission president. They have enough time to exchange house keys, learn all the passwords to get in the house mm. and the computers, and then leave. They spend like an <laughs> hour with each other. Right. And then right. the old mission presidents leave. Wow. And then the new mission president's just thrown in there to figure it out. Let's go. No. But it's almost the same feeling because <laughs> yeah. it's just like, yep. it's like we're just told, yeah, all this stuff, here's the general rules, here's the general thing you need to do. And not do. Yeah. <laughs> and then, there you go, go do it. And then all our directors who are training us are like, yeah, we're leaving too, we're not going to be here. <laughs> just, yeah. We're just like, okay. Right. But And they're, oh, dude, okay, yeah. this is so amazing, actually. This is actually, okay, like I hadn't even thought of that. But this is like so crazy, like how much trust the the church and and the Lord are putting into us mm -hmm. for this, like um, that they're they're yeah they're training us for a few couple days, and then they're and then like everyone who's here, uh, everyone who's here, like didn't know anything about anything a week ago. Right, right. <laughs> like like, like um, we just knew like we're gonna be doing this. Whatever it is. Right. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever this is, like, we're doing it. Yeah, because when I signed up, I didn't know, like, what I understood. I understood the counselor was the leader of the groups and classes. Mm -hmm. And then I had no idea what a coordinator was. I was just like, I guess they just coordinate the counselors. I was like, right. that makes sense. And then I thought, I guess I'll apply for both. Why not? Like I hired as assistant coordinator. I'm like, cool, I still know what this means. But <laughs> that's okay. Oh, I'm alright, so I wanna like expand on that point mm -hmm. and like lead into another point that we talked about yeah, before yeah. we started yeah. recording. Yeah. So like um with the trust, like with the trust that, that is being put into us to like make this happen and make this happen for uh, like we're doing it, uh, Canada's doing eight weeks. Well, yeah. it's seven weeks, but there's one that there's two sessions happening simultaneously. Yeah, there's, there's eight. So sessions. it's eight sessions total. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with like, I don't know, an estimated like what, 700 youth roughly. 
six to seven hundred youth per session. Something like that's that. what I heard. Yeah, yeah. So like we're getting, uh, we're get, we're getting like basically like five thousand youth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the 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 hundred people that are here, like on uh-huh. like right now, <laughs> like or I guess some people no some people are being sent home tomorrow. Right? I think like people. So like everyone's still in Calgary. No, some people left today. Oh, though. some people left today. Yeah. Okay, but like everyone that was here yesterday, there's like a hundred of us. Um, we each like we're each responsible for like, if you do the math, like about fifty. Yeah. There's <laughs> like fifty youth <laughs> for for each one of us, like uh, that we're gonna be responsible for. And and like and from what brother uh, brother Wilcox was talking about, like this can be. And it has been for a lot of people. EFY has been that for so many people, and including people in in my uh, like other counselors I've met mm-hmm. in the last few days. Like mm-hmm. EFY was like something that stuck with them. Right. That experience, like, and that's like that's what made the difference for them staying in the church, serving a mission, um, like going to the temple and, yeah. and, and entering into those covenants. And so, like, we're we have like this huge responsibility uh, with with the trust that that's given to us and we have like, and we, we have power given to us right? Uh, from the Lord to make that happen. Like it's yeah. not just all on us. Um, but we got to bring like, we've got to bring the best that we can. Right. So and that the Lord can work with it. I think like those powerful spiritual experiences, mm-hmm. those are so key for youth. Like so, so much, at least for me it was because it's taken me years to get to the point where I have, like almost like a constant feeling of the spirit with me, like just constant tiny experiences every day or tiny reminders of God every day, which I do have pretty frequently now. And then you still have the big experiences, but when you're a youth, it's, it's almost, it felt more disjointed almost because you're figuring out life. You're trying to figure out who you are, your hormonal, your, yeah. <laughs> you're so confused about the world, yeah. but those big blasts of spiritual experiences, those stick with you. Like those, those last, um, and they're things that you remember. I never went to EFY, but I had other experiences that were also like big blasts of spirit from similar events and similar participation. And those are things that do legitimately carry you through the years. So it's almost like they need it to be able to like sustain themselves sometimes mm-hmm. or to help them know that there is something good here because they might not feel it like that extremely otherwise. Right. Yeah. And, and like initially, I mean, I know for me, like, um, yeah, I've had like lots of small experiences with, with God and with the spirit, like even before I became a member, mm-hmm. right? but it's like, uh, it's almost like, you know, well, anything, right, you can, like, try to be like, oh, yeah, well, that was just this, and that was just, like, my imagination, or it was just, like, a coincidence or whatever. You can always do that. Yeah. But I think, like, when you have those big experiences that come about because of faith, like, you have faith first, then you get those big experiences that that confirm that faith, that, like, let you know, yeah, like, actually, um, you know, like, Jesus in his mortal ministry he asked the, the, the sick man, right, if they believed that he could heal them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, of course. You can heal me. Like, if I just, like the woman, the woman, right, with the issue of blood, right, if she just touched right, his garment, right. yeah, she'd yeah. be healed. Yeah. Or the, the, the Roman soldier mm-hmm. who was like, if you just say the word, my servant is going to be healed. Like, you don't need to go to my house and heal him. 
Right. Just say. Yeah, yeah. Just, just say, say he's say, healed. Just he's say. Healed. Like, yeah. yeah. And and that was that was the faith that was necessary for the miracle to happen. And what we want to do, I think, is to like bring all the faith that we can have and model what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Model what it looks like to invite the spirit and to invite miracles. Um, it's almost like you need those big experiences to understand the small ones sometimes. Because like you said, you can explain away the small ones so easily. It's it's really easy to. You can explain away it saying it's a coincidence or it was just People lying. are nice. Yeah, right? or people are nice <laughs> yeah. or God doesn't exist. It's just a nice feeling because that just worked out for you. But when you have a big experience and you're paying attention to it and you're actually like listening, it's hard to say that's not from God. Like, it's hard to say that that feeling wasn't something, well, maybe not from God, something more, you know. There's something more to it. And then if you can believe, if you can pin that down saying, okay, that came from God, then maybe you can open up those doors to thinking, okay, maybe those small things are coming from God too. Yeah, right, right. It it makes you think, uh, I mean, one experience that I had, you know, I don't have to go into detail about, but it was like, you you have a big spiritual experience, Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm gonna read the scripture, but okay. uh, it's, uh, it's in Moroni 10. You pulled out the OG Book of Mormon, yeah. Actually, um, <laughs> where is it? Moroni 10. Um, you're talking like remember, uh, da, 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 da. wait, this is Moroni 8. Oh my gosh, oh, that was, yeah, um, Moroni 8 is a different, yeah, yeah. No, that's just <laughs> an infant baptism one, I think so. Don't do it. Don't the, do the Moroni it. 9 is just, like, depressing. <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 da. Okay, yeah, it's Moroni 10, verse 3. And it goes like this. Behold, I would exhort you that when you shall read these things, if it be wisdom in God, that you should read them, that you would remember how merciful the Lord hath been unto the children of men from the creation of Adam, even down until the time that ye shall receive these things and ponder it in your hearts. And, like... That's like, that's, I think the big spiritual moment um, is an occasion to uh, act on that uh, advice from Moroni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, like now that I've read these things or now that I've like received that uh, big spiritual experience, let me like ponder how from the time of Adam and, you know, all the way down through all my ancestors and all my life, all the way to this very specific moment, how the Lord was in every little thing yeah. mm-hmm. on the way there. So that's actually my favorite part of Moroni's promise. Yeah. Because we always talk about how he says, oh yeah, you pray and you can ask, you know, it's true. But he always said, he says first, remember everything God did for you mm-hmm. first. Yep. He says, remember what he did for Adam. And they all do this in the Book of Mormon. He says, remember what he did from Adam down to us. Mormon, the last thing that Mormon writes in Mormon chapter 9 he says, remember how God's a God of miracles. He says, all the way from the fall of Adam down to the crucifixion of Christ, down to us. He's like, prove to me that God's not a God of miracles. Mm-hmm. And then Nephi does this too when he's building a ship. He's talking to his brothers and he goes, don't you remember everything that he did for Moses and the children of Israel? Right, right. And he says, God did this and this and this. Why do you think I can't build a ship? And so it's almost like it, it brings in like a feeling of the spirit to a great degree of just, 
yeah, remember God is the greatest. Like God is awesome. He's amazing. And he did all of these things. He's going to bring about these things too if you just trust him. It's it's almost like builds a spiritual environment if you're thinking about it like that. It does. Yeah. It's not just ask God. It's no, think about who God is first. Ponder his existence. And then bring to pass whatever you're asking to bring to pass. And I've been talking about this a lot lately with people for mm. lots of different, both in my personal life, but also with counselors here. It's like, whenever you feel inadequate, or whenever you feel like you can't do this, or whenever you feel like this event coming is impossible, just remember what God has done in the past. <laughs> right? like, yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. what God has done. It's like, yeah. God has used way worse circumstances to bring about way greater things, and he's used way more imperfect servants than you to bring about great things. He's going to keep bringing about great things if you let him, you know. Right. If you just let him in and let him use you. There's this, there's this like, great uh, church video, um, and I think it's called, like, A Man Without Eloquence. Mm-hmm. And it's about, like, it's about, Brigham, it's about Brigham Young and, like, his conversion. Right. And how, like, I think his sister had joined the church, and he was like, I don't know about this. Like, I'm going to... I'm going to look at, look into it. Right, right. And like, he kind of, he looked into it for two years. Like reading the Book of Mormon, you know, go, going to church services and like attending meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like looking into it and he was looking into it. And at some point, like some guy, I don't, <laughs> like very important guy. I, don't, I just don't know his name. But like, he went up to, to give his testimony. And he was like, he, he, like he didn't have like the big words and everything. He was like, you know, I know Jesus Christ is my savior and I know that uh, the Book of Mormon is like his word. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went and he gave the testimony that like everyone looks at and come on. Like, you know, like I know the Book of Mormon is true and I know the church is true and right. I know Jesus Christ loved me. But he went up and he did that because that was, that's what he knew. That's, that's what, what he had a testimony yeah, yeah, of. Like, yeah. He had a testimony of that. So he went up and he said, hey, this is my testimony. Like, Joseph Smith is a prophet. He translated the Book of Mormon by the power of God. And and God has done that. He restored his church because he loves us that much. Yeah. He wants us to have the fullness of the gospel. And I don't know if that was exactly the testimony, but that was ba- that's the gist of it. And that's when um, that's when Brigham Young knew it was true. Yeah. He was uh-huh. like, yeah. there you go. Like, that <laughs> that's was it. Like, that's you know? the guy. Yeah, that's it. Like, uh-huh. I've, I've looked into all this stuff. I've read the Book of Mormon, uh, you know, from one end to the other a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. But that guy, that guy who said it was true because he had a witness of it, then that convinced him. Right. It's it's DNC4. <laughs> you know? Oh, is it? Well, yeah. Okay. So DNC4, great section just mm-hmm. about service and... Um, being called as the being called to the work right at that section but there's a line in it i think it's one of the verses i don't remember which one but it just says if you have to if you have desires to serve god you're called to the work right that's it it's like that's it you don't need any other qualifications if you want to serve god you're called that's it there's nothing else that needs to be done and we've been talking about this a lot with leaders here how they said, we know, you, we've been told multiple times, we know you all feel inadequate. Like, we just, we know that you do. And 
only recently I've come to understand that everyone has this feeling <laughs> when they're being <laughs> trained. Yeah. I thought it was just me when I was younger that I felt like I was just amongst other people who just knew how to do things better than me. Yeah. They but were just I'm, competent somehow. Right. And yeah. Just and I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then they, they kept pointing it out this week and it clicked for me. And it has in the past, but it clicked almost with a more clear understanding this time. Because I was sitting there being like, I can't be a coordinator. I'm like, all these people have way better talents of how to accomplish these, like, facilitate these group activities than I do. But then they're like, no, you guys all feel that way. And just kind of clicked. I'm like, they all feel the same way I feel, probably, or have felt before. Right. And we're all just here, and we'll all figure it out. And if they all feel that way towards everyone else, that means that we all do have something to give, you know? You just don't, you might not see it in yourself, but you do have something to give. Yeah, um, I think, I think Brother Wilcox mentioned that yesterday. I mean, I might be, I might be like mixing it together with something else, but, but it was like, there was a moment where someone was like up on the podium, you know, and they were saying like, you know, have you ever felt like you're just like in a situation where you, you have like no idea what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> and like, but like, but, uh, but like you, but you're like, I'm going to do it. And uh-huh. like, and kind of like, I, everyone was like, yeah, like, and I feel like that right now. Right, Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, like all, all hundred of us in there, in that room, we're like, yeah, that's me. Um, and it's just crazy. It's just like, and it's when you can like get over, when you stop like, being the solution that like it's only you that's got to be like a trick of satan actually i think it is to, I, was to be, just, I was just to thinking be, about that to actually. be like ah look you're so like oh look at like you know I don't, you're here you're here and you're around like all of these amazing counselors and amazing coordinators and they've all got like testimonies they've all got um like experiences they've served missions or they they've done this they've done that they've got they've been to efy so they've experienced it from that side or or whatever and or they've like, I don't know. They've been like managers in corporations, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, it is, like yeah. people, like <laughs> everyone's got like all that amazing experience that qualifies them for this really amazing thing. But right. but you don't have it. I like, but you don't have that. And you also don't see their internal dialogue either. Like no. you're you're with yourself twenty four seven, and you're constantly thinking about things you need to do, and you're like, I can't do that. And all you see is what they put out. You know. You don't see everything going no, on inside. Yeah. And they don't but they don't see everything going outside of you either. So I think it almost is a distraction from Satan because he's like, Yeah, you can't do this. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, you're gonna take care of fifty youth over the summer. It's like really? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna help them go on missions? Like really? Mm-hmm. Like, good luck. Uh, or for me it's like you're gonna put on a game tonight? Like, really? You're gonna do that? It's like by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, actually, you tell Satan he's no good. (laughs) No, that's actually You're like, like, yeah, no, you're terrible. Like, and I'm going to just go with Jesus, (laughs) actually. Right. Do you think it's almost like a skill do you think it's like a spiritual skill to develop to see like the skills you have in yourself does that make sense Ooh, like to identify your talents yeah like identify <laughs> identify your talents but identify your what your strengths are too mm. yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it beca- I think it requires faith. Right. Like you have to. You're not going to find out if you're good at something if you don't act. <laughs> like right, if you right, don't right. if you don't do it. Right. And to do anything, you have to have faith. Uh, it's every action starts with faith. It starts with mm-hmm. like a belief um, that that there's going to be something. <laughs> there's going to be something good. Like God yeah, is going to yeah. God is going to use your effort. He's not going to be like, oh, you know what? No, that wasn't good enough. So I'm not going to bless that. I'm not going to consecrate that for you. Right. Like he, it's you. You start with faith that like, yeah, my moves, my dance moves might be terrible, but like. But I'm giving it my best, right? And and the Lord is gonna like, well, is gonna use that. I also think it goes back to trusting God, like back to the remembering part too. Mm-hmm. It goes back to trusting Him because once you've had enough experiences where you're like, okay, God's got me through this before, and He's got me through this before, and then you get to the point where you're like, He's going to get me through this right now. I don't know how, but He's going to then that's when, like, faith becomes super powerful. Mm. That's also when I think God starts throwing, like, crazy stuff at you. Like, <laughs> that's not, that's when, like, you, but that's also when you become, like, indestructible. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when you're just like, I don't know how, but we're going to do it, and God's going to help me get through. That's life on God mode. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. you, you, you look back, and you know what God's done in the past, every single thing, and you're just, you're, you basically just surrender to him, and you're like, whatever you you want to bring to pass is going to come. I'm going to show up <laughs> even in like in the adequate, like anxious state, I'm going to show up mm. and do what I need to do. And then you're going to make this happen somehow. Yeah. Somehow you're going to give all these kids a spiritual life changing experience. <laughs> but, yeah, like, <laughs> and what, am, what do I have to do with it? Exactly. Like, I don't know, but, like, you know, I'm here. Yeah. Like, yeah. You showed up. You yeah. showed up. You mm-hmm. showed, that's like, that's the only thing. He needs, God loves effort, right? Yep. He, he just needs willing servants, you know? I think, I think, um, I think this is the perfect place to talk about like, um, I don't, I don't want to call it a problem. Um, but I, I do, and it's not even something I'm surprised about, but it's something I do want to talk about, uh-huh. which is like, um, so there's like a hundred people, like there's a hundred people like that are counselors, coordinators, and so on, that are gonna like put on FSY for Canada. And there's like twice as many uh, sisters, right, as there are brothers, right. Um, like for for my like we were put into like companionships or companies mm-hmm. right, <laughs> companies right, right. for 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 the training right and, and in my group we had twice as many um sisters as we had brothers and i think it was the same in your group yes it was um, yeah, yeah and so like what's going to end up happening from what i've heard is that um they're gonna they're gonna appoint like 12 uh or like 10 from like i don't know 8 to 12 or 8 to 14 youths per of each gender mm-hmm. to each like uh, coordinator companionship, which is going to be like one male compa- uh, co- uh, one male counselor and like one or two uh, female counselors. Yeah, and like in one way, it's like wow, like 
that seems like it's going to be a lot of work for me. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> like I get like twice the job. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Uh-huh. Um, the, the, the sisters are getting, and I'm sure like that's not the case. Um, like I'm sure they're going to be like just as busy, Probably, <laughs> if yeah. not more yeah, yeah. <laughs> than we are, um, than I am. But, but it does like give me pause to think like, what is going on? Like, cause it's not like, um, they didn't have like a gendered, uh, hiring, no. Like, they weren't trying. No, they weren't. No, it's no, not, no, they no, don't no. have, like, some sort of, like, affirmative action quota that they have to hire more women than men. No, right? no, no. no. They're, yeah. Like, the, their goal, their explicit goal was to have, like, the same number. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that you can have equal uh, companionships. And so that also, so that, like, more a youth could come. Yeah. Like, if you had, we could have had, like, a 50 or 60% bigger overall group if we just had the same number of men. Right. As women come. Right, right. And then we could have served that many more youth. Yeah. Uh, this year. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I, like, I, I actually, I don't even really have like any clue. <laughs> like, I was just, yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't I was just either. like, what is I happening? Actually, I actually don't know either. Um, it's very strange. Like, why? We're not taking care of like young children. No. So it's not like a, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, if it was like nursery, I right? Know, it's like, not like, it's like yeah, okay. maternal instinct is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't yeah. think so. Right, I don't think that's what's going on. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've only met, and it's like uh, all the sisters that are here have like amazing testimonies. They're great. All the brothers that are here have amazing testimonies. They're great. Like, I've I've had like such a great time. With everyone. Right. Um, but I just like, where are those elders? Like, where are they? Like, where are the elders of Israel? Like, where are they sleeping? Like, and if so, like, where? Like, what, <laughs> yeah. like, what cave are they sleeping in so I can go, like, and, like, wake them up? Right. Like, banging my pants well, together. Well, that's interesting because what, what comes to mind now from you bringing this up is uh, President Nelson's direct call for the responsibility to serve missions. Yep. That's, that's, that's what came to mind. Yep. That he clarified, because after the age change occurred in 2012, 10 years ago, it's weird that it was 10 years ago, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, more and more young women came flocking to mission field, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Like they're, they're amazing. Um, and the elders are also amazing. There's amazing elders out there too. But he went up there and now that you bring this up, it's it's almost like he was reminding them saying no this is your thing first like this is your responsibility first this is a priesthood duty and then afterwards it's a if it's an optional choice that the sisters can choose to yeah, do if right? they feel prompted to do it right and yeah, obviously that's a that's different than F, than fsy you know it's yeah. not the same thing no but still not. it brings up an interesting point it's like hey where where are some of the men going, you know? Yeah, like, like they're, they're serving their missions. Some of them are. Well, like, there's still more elders than sisters. Oh, or is are that... They, right? You give me that look like, I don't, like I, don't, I don't know, actually. I actually don't know if there are. I don't okay. know, I don't know huh. what the current statistic is. Okay. That's the thing. I've heard many varying ones, and I think that there were more sisters for a good time after the Ooh. change happened. 
Really? I heard that. I can't confirm that. Okay, okay. I've heard that there were. We need like a journal authority. Yeah, to, we need to come and correct us. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you can tell us. We're gonna get some guy on Twitter being like, "These guys don't know what they're talking about." <laughs> yeah, but um, you bring up a good point yeah. though, where there is okay, there is like a cultural stereotype that I personally don't like in the church, mm. where um, they say, "Oh, the women just make the church run," or the women are just better members or yada yada you've heard that right mm -hmm. yeah um and like women there's amazing women members there's amazing male members but when things like this happen where there's obviously more young women involved it does bring you to pause like what exactly like, is what? happening <laughs> like what? you know <laughs> what it's what's going on with my gender i don't <laughs> like what like it's kind of, i don't get it like this is the most amazing thing ever mm -hmm. Um, and the, what, what's everyone doing? Why are, why are, like, and it's not, I can't say that, what is everyone doing? It's like, what are the brothers doing? What right, are the elders right, doing? Right, right, right. And uh, there, there, there are amazing brethren that show th up. There's so like, many. Like, there's so many. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why I don't like stereotyping the whole no. like, congregation. Yeah, no, that's not what it's about. Because there are amazing, amazing men in the church who do amazing things and, like are dedicated to the gospel yeah but there's so many that just seem to like shy away do you think it's a like, do you think it's a work of satan it has to be you think so i mean like <laughs> I, okay this is like this is like is it good it's from god is it bad it's from satan right right that's right, right, the, right. That's, right well that's, yeah here's here's that's the thought how it goes. is how can you word this it's could there be like a big work of satan to try to make almost like the men more complacent because then he has less active preschoolers. Yeah. 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 I mean, how many, um, like how many stories do we hear? Um, or have I heard, like, I haven't heard all the stories cause I'm only such like a recent convert, but I've heard a bunch of stories of like sisters struggling cause there's no priesthood older. Yeah. There's no worthy priesthood older in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's just, that's it. Like, that's terrible. Cause like we need the home, right? Like we've heard that, um, the church is scaffolding for the family. Right. Right. It's to make the family happen. Right. And, and be together forever. And, but that requires priesthood power. Mm -hmm. Like that requires the hand of Jesus Christ in every family to be able to, to, hold that together to, to bind it to seal it together and when you take the men away from the from the church and therefore like from from the priesthood then you're left with with mothers and wives or women of the church and children mm -hmm. that don't have that don't have like the priesthood in their home they don't have father figure either no which is also it, it's almost a bigger problem too. Well, they go hand in hand. They do go yeah, hand in hand very well. It's, but. it's like together. Mm -hmm. And like, I can, I can see like why in the world that's a thing. Right. Like I can see, yeah, in the world, like <clears throat> masculinity, masculinity is, is bad. Like it's, it's a toxic masculinity. It's a patriarchy. 
it's uh, it's oppression. It's like uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Right, right, right. Throw yeah. all the like the words at it. Yeah. Um, but it's like yeah, men are like kind of like kind of obsolete, kind of gross, kind of like losers, kind of losers. Yeah, like, you know, playing video games. Right, like, right, drinking beer. Yeah, uh, what too like fat and like just like just not, not really doing anything with their lives and their their wives are like if and and then you know like they don't have wives or they have them and the wives resent them, but it's like um, doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't. No, it doesn't need to be that way. But I can see like yeah, in the world where Satan's influence is like you know dominant, mm-hmm. that's what's there. Mm-hmm. Like you know the. Christ is is over the whole earth and he's you know he's got his hand in everything but like but you have to invite it right you have to have the faith you have to you have to want to do good and to follow the promptings that you get to do good and and in the world that's not like what's going on but like for the most part but why is it like in the church that that's happening like cuz like we don't have we have like the absolute opposite message of that like men, men are not like some sort of like obsolete thing from like evolution. Right. That we like right. now we don't need anymore. Right. Um, like men have like a sacred duty mm-hmm. to to worthily hold the priesthood and to like bless their family. Yeah. With that and like to 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 preside spiritually, physically, you know, uh, materially in every way over their family to make sure that. That it works, that it stays together, um, and and that's that's a role that that God has given us to have. And so, like, what what is happening? What is happening? Like, and I wish I had an answer, but it's like, what 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 is? And I can't. I don't. I'm not in the minds of the people that are not here. Right, of course. <laughs> I can, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and like, and I'm sure, I'm not saying like, if you're not doing FSY, you're like, <laughs> you're, you're like a terrible Christian, you're, you're not a good member, if you're, you're, you're unfaithful. If you're unmarried over 19 and not doing FSY, you're just the As worst a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're straight, like, you're not going to Celestial Kingdom. Like, no, you know, but I'd like to know what, um, cause like, the first presidency is over this. Right. Like, this is, like, from the very top level. Yeah. So, like, Jesus Christ is, like, directly telling them, hey, you need to do this. This needs to happen for the youth. Mm-hmm. And and as part of that, there's the expectation and the hope and, and everything that it's going to be equal from both genders in participation. Right, right. Right? From the youth, obviously. But from the from the from the leadership side as well. Yeah. So like, where are we failing? Do you think Satan kills like passion for the gospel? Like, do you think he targets that? Like boring. Yeah. So like, how we talked about flipping backgrounds at the beginning. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that's how every circle. good. That's how every good conversation goes. Yeah. Exactly. We go back. So we talked about how um, gap back to that foundation, like. Instead of compartmentalizing the gospel, it's something separate in your life. It's making it your foundation. Mm-hmm. And do you think that Satan can easily cause men to compartmentalize that because it's just it's almost easier to accomplish in men? 
like it might mm. be easier to because men we men become passionate about things like mm-hmm. and not saying women can't become passionate about something just to be clear yeah. but yeah. men we've conversations get long when you have to like <laughs> right, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, okay, let's, we're gonna speak in generalizations. Get used to it. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, lots of men who get into something, like, they're passionate building or certain type of writing or a certain type of history mm-hmm. or a hobby or martial arts or whatever it be. Yeah. Like they get, there's men who get extremely into something. And do you think that almost becomes like Satan can use that as a distraction from being interested in the gospel? Mm-hmm. Like use it as a type of right. the gospel's boring. It's just the church stuff. It's just reverence and nothing cool going on. Whereas if you made it your foundation, you can build like everything else on top of it, you know? Well, I, what I thought of, like, while you were saying that, is, like, the good, better, best. Right, yeah. Right? And so it's, like, yeah, I'm, like, I love I like, I love the church. I believe it's true. Um, yeah, I go to my meetings. I fulfill my callings. I, I call people that I minister to. <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, and but, like, I got that. Like, I've got that. Right. That's, like, I figured that out. Like, I'm right, active. Right, right. I read my scriptures every day. I, I, you know, I tick all the check boxes on yeah, my, yeah, like, yeah. my spiritual to-do list every day. And, and so like, I got that, but like, I need like, man, if I'm going to have a family, like I need to figure this out. I need to figure out like my finances. Right. Like yeah. I got to work. Like I've got this, like it's like, it's the, uh, the thought, right? I'm spiritually strong already like i'm on the foundation of christ but this other thing i'm not strong on like i'm not strong with this with my career or with whatever so like it's not even like i'm putting that aside it's just like i gotta i got like that's i'm keeping that but i gotta focus on this right now right because this is where like i need to grow that's actually your point because when you talk to the men that if you actually talk to them they are firm they're like yeah the church is true they're like of course it is i know it's true but it's almost as if we're focusing on something else because that, that's what's drawing our attention right now. Instead of having it all built upon Christ and being like, okay, I'm going to focus on Christ. How can he help me with my finances? Yeah. Which might be a weird thought to some people. <laughs> right. But still, it still carries. It's like, okay, how can he help me with it? Instead of maybe, maybe we do do that. Maybe we do. Maybe we tend to go, no, I'm good. Like, I did this, I do this, I do this. I have these experiences often. Yeah, I feel that, like, every time I do, like, I feel the Spirit, like, often. Like, right. well, nearly every day. You know, I have an experience with the Spirit. So right. I'm good. Right. Like, I'm spiritually, and it's not even, like, like, that's wicked. Like, actually, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that Satan is actually doing that yeah. is, like, really crazy to think about, actually. That's a cunning voice. Like, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, that's great. Like, you've made, like, you've made so such great progress in the gospel. That's really amazing. And, like, yeah, like, great. That's great where you're, you're, where you're at. Like, uh, and, like, stay there for a while. 
Like, yeah, yeah, like, no. Yeah, like, like, totally. You're, you're super, you, like, you used to struggle. Oh, look, you used to struggle with this aspect of your testimony. Now, like, you're solid. Right. You don't need to worry about yeah, it. You know? No. Like, now you can feel good. Yeah, it's like you did your mission, you got married, you have kids, you have a solid career. It's like, okay, cool. You've done your stuff. You've made it. Don't worry about anything else. <laughs> right. It's like now you can focus on your on your sports and just <laughs> knowing everything in sports, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, I've never thought of that. So I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm right. Instead, it right of, now, instead of like, taking it, instead of taking it further and saying, okay, you've made all your covenants. Now, how are you going to use those to grow yeah. even more? Yeah, this is my know? new like. That's your uh, new. This foundation. is my new base. Right. Uh, th- yeah, that's my new level of foundation. Right. Now, like, let's build the next level. Right. Right. Let's uh, of this big uh, of of this edifice of faith. Right. Um, that's actually interesting. Like, okay, you're married. Okay, that's the highest covenant. The thought, like, oh, you're good now. Like you're solid. yeah, you're like so you're bound for the celestial kingdom. Yeah, like, you're good. Yeah, it's like DNC, you, they will be gods. It's like okay, cool, I made it, and it's like well, not exactly. Like, yeah, nah, like yeah, that was like that was a thought that I definitely had, like going into this week, because it's like man, I got this other stuff going on at home, and that was addressed actually like explicitly. But it's like we've all got something going on, right? That it's like we're kind of like. Okay, yeah, I'm, like, not focusing on that right now. <laughs> like, I'm taking explicitly, like, all these concerns that I have, I'm putting them aside right now because I'm going to serve the Lord in this particular thing. Yeah. And, like, I trust that he will look at all those other things and he'll, like, hold them for me. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, yeah. He's going to, like, he's going to hold, yeah, yeah. hold them for me dur- for the duration of this. And if I, like... Um, and then he's going to, I mean, this is my belief. Like, he's going to return it to me. Like, or he's going to make me return to those things completely transformed. And they're like, well, they're going to be like, oh, I was worried about this. Yeah, well, I've, 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 so lately I've actually realized how much almost like the entire gospel functions like that. Hmm. Like, we, like, we have so many priorities. Well, not priorities, responsibilities right now, like in the world. And so many distractions. Like, <laughs> We're at a point where you can essentially, you, you can't consume everything going on in the world. It's just impossible. You know, you cannot consume every piece of whatever interest you have. It's, it's literally impossible. You, you can't it, consume like one billion no, of everything that you might be interested in. No, you can't. <laughs> like, and so living the gospel becomes a priority that might almost seem like irrational to the common person. Mm. You know, you go... Oh, I need to pay my tithing first. I need to pay my fast offering first. I need to make time for the temple. Like, I need to set set apart time to pray. I need to set apart time to read scriptures. And it would almost make no sense to other people possibly because they'll be like, well, why aren't you working on your career? Or why aren't you studying? I've heard those things. Doesn't God want you to do well in school? Like, why don't you spend time with that? Why are you giving up an entire day of your week that you could be making more money or you could be building something or you could be resting like resting non-spiritually right like just taking the whole day off and sleeping you know (laughs) right yeah 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 and it's almost like you have to you have to learn to prioritize 
God's things first, no matter what's going to happen. Even if it makes no sense. Yeah, um, like the, the scripture that comes to my mind, I'm not going to do it justice, but it's, um, there was a lady who came to Jesus and like anointed his feet with yeah. this expensive yeah. oil. Yeah. And, and Judas was like, hey, like, why didn't you sell the oil? Right. And give to the poor. Why didn't you right. give the proceeds to the poor? Like you could have like fed a bunch of people like mm-hmm. with that money or clothed them or um and, and that's kinda yeah. like that's kinda like, oh yeah, why don't you work on the Sabbath? And then you can like then you can uh give uh then you can give more tithing. I don't like <laughs> I thought it sounds right, silly, right? right? Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like but I, I had a conversation today and like I love this dude. Like I totally love him. And, but I'm not going to name him. <laughs> so, okay. like, but like, we were talking about like, you know, making decisions and like how, yeah, there's that idea, what we talked about last week. Mm. There, like, there's that idea like, oh, if I had this much money, then I would do this. And then I wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't have to work this menial job or whatever that I'm doing now. Mm. But I would like, oh man, I'd, I'd be like, I'd be so good at like serving others and like being charitable. If I just like had that. If I was there, like if I was given more, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I'd be charitable. Then I'd be charitable. And and it's like, and and like if someone offered you, that was kind of like the hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Is like if someone offered you a million bucks, or like actually I said ten million. <laughs> That's what I said. Right. If someone right. offered you ten million dollars, but you had to like check out of FSY and not do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like like okay. you had to be like, dude. So they were like, they were like, look, I'll give you ten million. And like you can use it however you want, and you're already thinking like, oh, well, one million goes in tithing, right? And like, and like and I'm gonna me. make the biggest fast offering ever, and like, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna fund FSY for the next ten years, yeah. With that money, or it's like, or I'll give my money to like a friend and I'm pay off his like student loans, or yeah, pay off my friend's mortgage, or yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, this this kid needs surgery; it's expensive. Like, like you're already thinking about all the good things you could do. What can you do now? But like, no, but like right now, you've been asked to do this. Right. <laughs> like right now, you're in the position where you can help the youth. And like, yeah, you're not going to have 10 million bucks. And you're not, <laughs> like, yeah. you're, you don't get the, t- I mean, it's not a real thing. But you have to imagine what if, right? You have to imagine what if um, one of the devil's, <laughs> one of the devil's like henchmen came over, knocked on this door <laughs> and said, hey, you two, like, nice podcast, but like. Uh, what if I give you 20 million, like 10 million each? And then like you, you have, but you have to like not do, you have to like not help those youth. You have to do oh, something. Yeah, okay. you, you have to like opt out. Here's an interesting thought I'm having now. So what is it? Jacob three, Jacob four, where he says, uh, um, seek ye, don't seek riches, seek ye first kingdom of God. And then if you, after you've obtained the kingdom of God and your salvation, then seek after riches if it's to bless the poor and the needy and the downtrodden, right? Right. Here's a thought. Like, seeking the kingdom of God is becoming, like, Christ-like already, you know? It's it's becoming Christ-like and having that charity and having that selflessness, no matter what you have. It's already that, it's that baseline of saying, no, I'm going to give back to Christ. I'm going to give back to people with however little I have. And then once you have that, it's like, okay, that's when your soul is pure. When you have nothing mm-hmm. and you still try to give something. You still try to give everything you can from nothing 
and then you know, then God might know, okay, now I trust you with other things. Mm-hmm. But you can't start with you can't start with like the top <laughs> down, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't say, Oh, I'm gonna be rich and then have pure soul. It's like, no, we have to start with the baseline of your soul is pure. You you've purified your heart and what you want to do, and now we start slowly building up, you know. I like that. I like that it's mm-hmm. like the Lord will trust us with the those more like with more resources, with more ability yeah. to help others. Yeah. If our heart is pure. Because like I do believe like there's two kinds of money. People say money has no smell, right? But I think that's that's like nonsense. <laughs> like actually there's like there's like um there's money, there's prosperity that comes from being blessed by the Lord. Yes. And then there's prosperity that comes and that's a snare from Satan to get you to to not think about or like I don't know where the prosperity comes from, but it's like but it, it entices you to to become like uh, like those wicked Nephites and start being like, yeah. oh, oh, you know what? I'm gonna get the fancy clothing because I am better than you, right? Because I am like because I because I work harder. It's like, like look, you're just you know you're lazy. <laughs> I don't know. Like you're, you're just not as talented as I am. So like I deserve to wear this like gold. I don't know what kind of stuff they were wearing. Right, but, right, like, yeah. It was like fancy, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that was just like a thought experiment I had this morning. Mm-hmm. Of like, could you know, I could really use I mean, even if it's ten okay, like even if it was ten million, if it's like ten thousand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like so someone's yeah. like, Yeah, I'll give you ten thousand, you know? And then like you just have to like, you know, come work for me. Like I've got like a great thing. We're doing like I don't know, we're feeding like hungry kids in in city center or whatever. And it's like I'd love to do that. But like, uh, you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna live on uh, bread alone, <laughs> right? <now. laughs> like, like really, like that's it's <laughs> so. Um, Imagine you going to the city center, being like, you want food? It's like you're not gonna live on bread alone. <laughs> yeah. <now. It's> like, <laughs> but yeah, like we have been called for this, mm-hmm. and. And it takes trust, it takes faith to, like, let go of everything else you could be doing, which, like, is important, is valuable. Um, But you have to trust, like, the Lord knows that. He's not going to, like, spoil all your efforts with everything else because you chose to serve him. Yeah. And serve the youth. Yeah. He's not going to let those things go to waste because you're following the higher calling. Yeah. And I think also... You, you need to trust that you're capable too, or that God can make you capable. Mm. You don't need qualifications. Like God, He qualifies who He calls. Right. Mm. Um, it's all meant to help everyone learn. That's how it's always set up. Like everything the church is set up for everyone to continuously grow, and with that, it means that you get callings or jobs in areas that you're maybe not qualified for. But God goes, okay, well, you're going to figure it out. I'm going to put you through some trials, and I'm going to stretch you. And then once you figure it out, you're done, so I can take you now <laughs> yeah. and put you somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, you're ready for the next stretching. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you're comfortable? Okay, well, that's not going to last long. <laughs> yeah, it's going to last like a minute. It's you're comfortable yeah. until you realize, oh no, I'm comfortable. That means, <laughs> yeah. that means the Lord is like, it's like preparing something right now. Mm-hmm. 
what do I need to act? What do I need to act on in faith to like allow that to come to pass? Yeah. Um, yeah. Great thoughts, dude. This has been awesome. And like, we have this like great mic. It's like it's like sitting to the side, not being used at all, uh, because like we don't have anything to plug it in with, because uh, I have like this MacBook that only accepts USB C, um, and I didn't think to bring the the adapter. So we'll have that next week. So man, it's gonna like this. Yeah. I know this sounds great. This is like great, but like it's gonna sound so. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we tried it. Before. But also to be clear, it's not like a great great mic, but it's like. Yeah, well, it's better than the default. Yeah, thing, it's not. It's right? not like a studio mic, right? Yeah, thing, right. you know. It's looking pretty good. It's, 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 it's pretty good. It looks cool. Like it looks cool. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. So, like, closing thoughts is like for me anyway, because uh, I think yeah we're getting like on in length uh, for this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, man, if you have youth. Like, they need to go to FSY. Yeah. Like, they need to go to FSY. And and if you're a YSA and you didn't do it this year, you better do it next year. Unless you're married. Then, well, you're not YSA then. Right. Okay, good point. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. yeah. I, I'm, what I was saying, though, is if, like, between now and then, you, you're no longer YSA. Yeah. What I meant. Yeah, then but, you're excused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> then you don't need to justify yourself uh, at the judgment. But like, but like like for now, like do this. Like it's if you went on a mission. Like this is what I've heard. I have I didn't go on a mission, but this is what I heard. Like this is the most similar thing that people have had to like the MTC, like training for this. And I think it's because everything is about service. Like everything that we've done in the last week is preparing us to serve. I, I think it's twofold. It's it's everything's about service, and you're with a group of people who just want to serve. Yeah, too. It's it's also the people around you who make it like that too. Mm-hmm. And it's there's there's nothing like it. I mean, yeah. like, unless unless it's a mission, but a mission you have to go for two years or eighteen months. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is like you can sign up to do it. You can be an you can be a volunteer. You can do it for just one week if you want. Yeah, if like you, want. you don't you don't have to give your whole summer, right? You, um, and like that's what they do. Like outside of North America, it's all volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a calling. It's a church calling. <laughs> they, yeah, they they're like, hey, why don't you help the youth out? And that's because they don't have and as many members. It's it's but. as close to a church calling without being one as you can get. Mm. Yeah, it's not a formal church oh, calling. It's um, because. It's all volunteer, you know. Yeah. Or for us, it is employment too. Yeah. But <clears throat> they still pray over it. They still fast mm-hmm. over it. They're still like seeking revelation with who they pick. It's like as close as you can get without it being one. Right. Yeah. So yeah, this program is awesome, mm-hmm. and it, it's inspired, and like, and if you prepare yourself, you can, you can feel the hand of the Lord in every little piece of it. Yeah, and and I wouldn't be doing. I, w- I don't want to do anything else <laughs> until the end of the summer, and I want to do it. Either. And I I, I want to do it next year, and I want to do it every other year. Um, no, I've I've been pumped for this yep. since I got since I first signed up, and I'm excited. I'm it's gonna be I'm gonna miss it afterwards. Right, like I know I am. Even through whatever happens, like it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. All right. 
and talk. Yeah, no, that was great. Uh, yeah, we'll end it now. A few, before few, it gets a few, awkward. A few good tangents. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully, like someone thought that was cool, and hopefully, oh, dude, mm-hmm. people like who are who trained with us, who are listening to this, you're awesome. Oh yeah, you're the you best. Awesome. Like you're you so awesome. cool. Like who, you've who made you, this. Who have you given it to? Well, don't say their names. But okay, a bunch of people. Bunch of people. Yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> so okay. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> take care, guys. Yeah. Have a good see one. you guys. <laughs>